welcome to episode 9 of the Lake Washington High School Poetry Podcast. We have another five poems for you. These are the second to last group from our most recent Poetry Slam. Pretty soon our next set will be from this next year's set of slams. So here are uh, these five poems. I hope you enjoy them. The first one is from Izzy Swan. My name's Izzy Swan, and this poem is titled Our Explanation. Sometimes friendship doesn't need an explanation. And as humans, we often fail for our strive for perfection. Currently, my strive is to make you proud and be irreplaceable. You held my hand and, and said it was all okay as it all fell apart due to my own imperfection. I'll try to mend the, broken piece, the brokenness that might have been created, bringing out the memories that sometimes feel faded, only to remember that it isn't just I love yous that hold this friendship together. And the trust I still have for you will last longer than forever. I'll, uh, we both share unspoken expectations. Mine have shattered my determination, and the I love yous you have said are now missing their confrontation, the same confrontation that once was my restoration. I'm smiling, hoping it's hiding all my crying, because my waterproof mascara can't hide it all anymore, and I'm still drowning in my fears. Fears created because I'm scared that this is our goodbye. I hate looking at my phone to check the time. The first thing I see is you and me. I refuse to change the picture because once you were mine and I will forever cherish the happy memories of what we used to be. I'm reminded by two simple truths. The reason our relationship works is because of those same missing explanations. The ones that are still finding their definitions, expectations, memorization, confrontation, and their own explanations. And the very reason I knew your I love yous never fell under obligation. When it felt like no one else was going to be there till the very end, that's when you became my friend. Now, even though this feels like hell and, this is, and that the exit sure is tempting, I'm hoping that these, that these I love yous will push us farther than the ending, and that alone is our explanation. Thank you. Our next poem is from Dasha Aramina. For good. Okay. Um, my name's Dasha, and this poem is called Young Love. <clears throat> Golden rays of sun on his head. I remember looking at his crystal blue eyes. Or were they green? Oceans or forests? Reaching out our hands, a bridge to a magical place where flowers were taller than our heads and ladybugs carried us away. We sparkled together, holding hands till recess, departing to our games. Sugary nothings, when we were asleep, we dreamed of where we'd go and who we'd bring along. A butterfly on my cheek from him, the roads outside etched with lines and gasoline, of thoughts that turned into memories, our love like a golden bulb I saw growing on a tree, walking with my mom. I didn't know what it was, and to this day, I don't have it, the golden bulb nor him. Thank you.
Our next poem is from one of our semi-finalists at this slam, and also one of the Poetry Club executive team members. This is Ari Ashton. This is called Precipice. I'm standing on a cliff, staring down the face of something I can't quite place just yet. I've been approaching this precipice all my life. At times, I ran, reaching and occasionally stumbling. And at others, I took slow, unwilling steps, stubbornly budging and dragging my feet. But with every step I took, I look back at the ground crumbling behind me as time relentlessly pushes forward. Now I stand tiptoeing on the brink. Looking down, I see all my former dreams. I watch them sink beneath the waves of circumstance and change. And nostalgia begs me to wish for another chance to relive it all to experience the fascination of snow falling on the mountain above and below, to glide across the glassy lake on skis for the first time, to feel that jolt of terror and excitement when the bolt of lightning and thunder strikes, to be paralyzed with wonder, left breathless at the sight of an unending forest, to feel sand under my toes for my first sunset on the beach to acutely feel the exhilaration of living. I wish I could, but we grow up and we grow tired and adventures make way for settling, giving up one dream for another. The consequence of compromise is letting me down one by one when everyone's idea of a good time is to be poisoned beyond caring every Friday night when promises mean next to nothing and maybe usually means no. So instead of holding on, we learn it's better to let go. But I'm holding on to the moments that define me. And this collection of snapshots, a collage of memories I refuse to let go of. Most of them are sepia-toned golden with sunshine tangled in the grass, a crooked laugh with smiles askew through the tint of sunglasses, a deep breath, and a warm sigh. Laying on my back, looking upside down at the sky, when these pictures scatter to the wind, I keep them imprinted in my mind. The paper may yellow and the edges may fade, but the blurry warmth remains like the blue that wraps its arms around me as I drop off the edge. And it's so funny to me that falling down meant growing up. Our fourth poem of the day is from someone who made it to the second round. This is Kyla Gillen. I still remember. Our last time. The last time it was us. 
The cold of the room interacted with the warmth that was us. It became us. But it wasn't just the wind causing the dimming inside of us. The dwindling of ourselves intermingled with the time of night and the silence that was forced upon us. Neither of us knew it was the last time, yet somehow we knew. The last time you smiled and called me mine was before your times, my child. Before I could tell you the way it felt to feel lapse in this frame, I'd have to start at the beginning because by then it was not the same. The windows that held him were sadder than before and I saw them glowing through the encroaching darkness. The last time it was us. We didn't know it was the last time yet somehow we knew. When I jumped on that plane, somehow we both knew I wasn't just flying to Maui, I was flying away from you. So we laid in the darkness, enveloped in realization and mourning, yet we weren't complaining because endings have a way of letting you down slowly and then all at once. Sort of how we first fell in love, I slowly started letting myself fall into you, into your outstretched arms that felt like feathers compared to the cold, hard ground I'd become accustomed to. The boys before all eerily felt the same, unlike you who felt eerily familiar. In that moment, however, you felt far, far away. I was stranded on an island, surrounded by tropical warmth of your arms, yet I could see your heart was fleeting. I could see your heart was leaving. Yet we laid there with the wind, the two of us like twins, both engulfed by this truth, but I still remember. I remember how it felt when your fingers traced secrets on my skin and your lips leaving trails of love stories across my own. I remember what it felt like to hear I love you. And I'll always remember our last time. And this is our last student poem of the day. This is from someone who is also a semi-finalist. Uh, this is a poem from Clara Andrews. Okay, well, let's hear from my ladies out here tonight, because here we come. So this is called Conform. I was born a pink. Not a blue or yellow or violet or turquoise, yeah. I took my first breath and inhaled a mouthful of gender stereotyping. I grew older, discovering that I was going to be a bathroom sign with a dress and pigtails. I guess I can't wear pants. And at recess, the girls would swing across the monkey bars, shunned from running alongside the boys. I got even older, and the TV told me that if I wasn't full of stuff in these places and empty in this place, that I couldn't be appealing. It also told me that I was never to be the hero with a red cape. I was the sexual relief. I look around and see that the boys like girls with 10-foot eyelashes, powdered faces, and bodies sculpted from blades of brass, one one-thousandth an inch thick. I was told that being female was a problem, but now I'm in high school. And I know I may not have much here, but I got a whole heck of a lot here to know that women are strength wisdom, passion. Why do you think women were chosen to grow to the size of a large watermelon and bear the pain of a million daggers just to create you beautiful people? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be alive if it weren't for the feminine population. 
We are brave enough to enter the battle of the patriarchy with no armor, becoming doctors, engineers, musicians. So next time you whistle out the window, tell her she's just a girl, or pull her in with nothing but she asked for it mentality. Realize that you are oblivious, possessed, out of your mind, foolish. You are doing it all wrong. It is time to let go of the idea that girls were created just for the fun of it, for a man's eye, a competitive lie. Think of women as just as capable, just as knowledgeable, just as willing. Think of women like you think of everybody else. Actually, we have one more bonus poem for you. This is actually one of mine. Uh, I'm presenting it here because uh, it was performed before we ever started making these podcasts, and it is probably the one poem I've written that has gotten... Uh, the most positive feedback, so I'm presenting it here to you. Uh, This is called An Open Letter to the Men of Hip Hop. An Open Letter to the Men of Hip Hop. We only hurt the ones we love. Dear suckers, I think I first need to mention that this here is an intervention. This is no time for dissension or even for condescension. And before you get mistaken, please understand my intention. It's time to stop the marginalization, the manipulation, and the minimization of the women. In fact, one could say that we need to wrap this up. Back in the day, summer 1986, I first heard the Beastie Boys. I knew every line of Paul Revere, but there's another song on that album, singing about girls, all I really want is girls. I was an impressionable, almost freshman whose possession of oppression didn't quite mesh well. As I ascended through high school, I lived for hip-hop. There was a posse of rap stars I followed, all of them men. Ice-T, N.W.A., B.D.P., Big Daddy Kane, Cool Mo D, LL Cool J, Run DMC, East Coast, West Coast, New School, Old School, Gangsta. For years I was inundated with beats, breaks, rhymes, samples, riffs, and misogyny. At the shows they would have everyone shout, Hey, ho, hey, ho, hey, ho, hell no. When you call a woman a hoe just to get some street cred, take a look in your own shed, cause it's you who are the tool. Son, you're just the weed that she needs to remove, you fool. Bitch. Uh Uh-uh, that's another one we need to ditch. Let me make this clear. Women are not your playthings, your lesser, they're not your shoddies or your booze. Jay-Z, it's all well and good that you married your queen Beyonce. How's she feel about your treatment of women before she became your fiancé? Men of hip-hop. Stop looking for that dime piece, because you know deep down you should be looking for a different kind of change. You heard me. We have so many perfectly good words to use. Women. Females. Mothers. Sisters. Wives. Daughters. Nieces. Grandmothers. Granddaughters. Aunts. Persons. Friends. Goddesses. Straight out of Compton. 
Nah, you straight out of mom, son. That's the woman who raised you, fed you, bathed you, gave you love, and praised you, worked hard every day, and eventually made you, just to see you grow up and then see all the ways you end up showing your disrespect. And remember, mama said knock you out. Men of hip-hop, what I love is that you speak of strife, the struggle of just getting up every day and going through life, of realizing that a day without violence is a really good day. And have everyone sing, H to the Izzo, V to the Izze. You gotta keep your head up, that you try to lose yourself, that the ceiling can't hold you, that you need to fight the power. Yeah, I only say this because I love you, hip-hop. I am asking you like a kid on the recess playground to respect the sisters. One reason. They gave you life. Okay, so you get into brawls. You're tough. You may have even gotten shot. You're a man. Do you know what childbirth feels like? You think you know real strength? Get a womb. Here's another reason. One out of every six women has been the victim of sexual assault in their lifetimes. How many friends do you have? Do you know six girls? Can you handle that statistic now? The truth is this. Women walk each day in fear. Women walk each day with a strength that a man cannot and will not understand. Women walk with the possibility that someone means them harm each day, and yet, women still walk each day. Every 107 seconds, another woman in America is assaulted. And now you know what time it is. It's time to stop adding to the problem. Summer of 94, the year I graduated from college, English degree in hand, and still in love with hip-hop. But this time for the Beastie Boys, MCA dropped the verse. I want to say a little something that's long overdue. The disrespect to women has got to be through to all the mothers and the sisters and the wives and friends. I want to offer my love and respect to the end. So much respect to Missy Elliott, Roxanne Shante, Left Eye, Eve, M.I.A., Salt and Peppa, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj, Shah Rock, Rhapsody, Moni Love, Yo-Yo, MC Trouble, The Lady of Rage, The Satisfaction, Flowetry, Jean Grey, MC Light, Lauren Hill, and Queen Latifah who said it best. Ladies first. There's more where they came from. Look, I get it. Don't hate the play, I hate the game. But the only people that have ever changed the game are its players. Gangstar once rapped. I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. So what I say to you is, don't make that mistake. Watch the women elevate. You say you're just a player, meaning you just play your part. And I don't mean to imply that everyone in hip-hop is lacking a heart. And I know that changing our language won't solve the entire problem. But don't you think it's a really good start? Work it, let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. 